Hello, friends. This is episode five of Rethink Recovery Podcast, a show to level up your sober superpowers, tap into the abundance of happiness your life has to offer, and live your recovery in your terms. I'm Sarah, your sober host, and I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. Well, it's that time of year again, guys, the holidays, the time of year for friends, family, festivals, school activities, work functions, high anxiety and awkward conversations with people you haven't spoke to IRL in five years. This time of year is stressful for anybody. It's especially stressful if you just stop drinking, right? And it's your first sober holidays. That's why we have a plan to get you ahead and we have plenty of tips here today for you to take with you. Okay, so first thing I'm going to address is how our family treats us now. So you know that really awkward, uncomfortable feeling you get when you go home and you feel like you're completely transported into that gross 15-year-old inadequate cell trying to navigate around a bunch of adults? All right. Well, whether we're sober, we're drinking, we're successful, we're failing, I, I think we all feel this. We all have that inner child that just seems very, very present when we're around family. And past people, past places can really bring this out in us. This is where we have to remember that people don't really know how to treat us right now. As awkward as we feel, they are just as awkward because say they haven't seen you as a full-grown adult because it's been so long, or they haven't seen you since they've been you've been sober, or both in some cases. So they're also trying to figure out how to act. But with that being said, don't stick around in conversations that make you either uncomfortable or piss you off. You don't have to talk to people that are being judgmental, trying to reel you into their weird conspiracies, or if they just start trying to bring up past that you did, past things that you did. Don't stick around those conversations. Excuse yourself, go to the bathroom, and then go talk to somebody else. Next, I give you full permission to be yourself and do what you want to do. Dress up fancy, go to those holiday parties. Even if you usually drink at these events, go mingle sober. It's actually really, really fun to be present at a function and mingle with other people. Go there anyways. Pack some cocktails, drive yourself, and have a great time. Or don't. Do what feels right for you that day. Opposite of what others may say, I think the holidays should be especially focused on yourself and not so much on what others want from you. The holidays can be so hard and so triggering for anybody, and I don't think it's fair that people make others feel guilty if they choose to not show up for an event. I seriously would never want a friend or family member to put their mental health to the side just to come to one of my kids' plays or my friend's giving. And I'm saying this because I have done that to people that have RSVP'd before and didn't show up. Unless it costs me an ass load of money, it's really not going to make a difference, right? And it's just not really nice. It signals to me that that person's time and event is more important than what you know is best for you and your recovery. So do the thing that's going to be good for your mental I thought I would be extra sassy this year and sign up for my daughter's fifth grade holiday party and theater crew. Um, they needed sewing and makeup volunteers for the Willy Wonka play at the end of the school year. So I'll keep you up to date on how my sanity is going with that, especially the holiday party is three days long. So I'll let you know how that goes. 
Next, not only do I recommend bringing a pre-written affirmations for yourself, but bring a small little personalized notebook and pencil or pen. This might sound a little goofy, but it's a very proven method to ground yourself when you're feeling anxious or panicked. Before you go to your event, already have affirmations that you wrote ahead of time in a little notebook and customize them to the situation you're going to be in. So for me, around my family, I would say things like, I'm no longer a child. I am mentally strong and my voice is important. Plan ahead for situations that may cause extra anxiety. That way, you know what to write that's going to bring you comfort at that time. If you need to remove yourself, go to an empty room, or my favorite is the bathroom because it's so quiet, and just go over your affirmations. Write down any feelings that you're having. This can be a great tool for you later on, but it will allow you to get your feelings out in a safe space and then give you um, room to move on from there. And it doesn't need to be anything big, just a little pocket-sized notebook. I always carry it around for note-taking anyways, but it's really good to just jot down all your feelings at that time when you're in a frustrated situation, you feel a little stuck. So this one is super important. We have to stay busy, and it seems simple enough. But if you're like me, sometimes when I need something to do, I can never think of anything to do. And this is important, especially in a situation that you know will trigger you. So be prepared. Think about where you will be and who will be there. I did a poll to ask um, some others in the situation for some ideas for things that they do in situations with family members, events, holidays, and what kept them sober and helping them stay distracted. So this is what we got. Play with the kids in your family. Make them your new BFFs. Do a dance or sing off with your family. Get tie-dye kits ahead of time to, to take to the houses with you. Cooking challenge with leftovers. Karaoke. This one is really fun. If someone has a pool, do a polar plunge challenge. Another great one is going to the movies. The movies are always open. And FYI, people, on Christmas Day this year is the opening day for Miss Oprah's The Color Purple movie. Really excited about seeing that. If you don't make it that day on Christmas, I highly suggest going to see it um, as a sober activity anyways. There's no way it's not going to be amazing. My first trip back to my mom's house sober, I ended up in the attic going through all of our old Disney VHS movies, trying to find the ones with all the pervy parts. <laughs> remember remember the priest on The Little Mermaid on the boat got a boner when he was doing the vows? Or in Bambi, one of the characters jumped on a pile of leaves and it spelled out S-E-X. Oh my god, what the hell was going on back then? No wonder we're all bananas. Ugh. So, mocktails, 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 guys. That was my best Cindy Brady imitation. So, that's what you get. I won't do that anymore. I think that was the girl anyways, right? Cindy, because she was talking to Marsha. But yes, we must remember to pack our mocktails. There's a ton of options in a can now. Really tasty ones. Or bring some kombucha if you like. Um, just keep something in hand so no one keeps offering you a drink. It's a, it's a hack. It's like you have a drink in your hand. No one will keep asking you, can I get you something? Why aren't you drinking? Just have something already in hand. 
I would love to tell you that your sweet cravings go away, but for me, um, they have not. It's been eight years, so I always have a little something sweet on me, like a little Jolly Rancher or Starburst, something small to take uh, with me in my purse, just in case any type of cravings come up. For me personally, I would rather walk home in the rain than to get stuck somewhere. I cannot leave on my own, right? I have always driven myself places because I'm the type when I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. I don't like relying on other people to be ready to leave. It gives me really bad anxiety to feel stuck. So that that brings me to my next point. Always have cash with you and a few little quarters. Seriously, you don't ever know what situation you could be in and just need to get the hell out and a bus might be your only option or something back to your house. That's a bit extreme, but you always have to prepare for extreme situations um, in order to keep your sobriety safe, right? So the last thing I want to talk about today, if it's possible for you, ask someone to go with you, a fun friend that understands where you're at in life and will work as a buffer. If you don't have that, I completely understand. I take my husband with me as a comfort blanket everywhere, like situations like that. So if you don't have someone to take, just be sure to have someone you can call in the time of high anxiety. If you don't have someone, feel free to reach out to me. I understand how lonely it can feel to be in a room full of people, yet feel so isolated and different. And sometimes being around family can really make it worse. I hope you guys got something out of today's episode. Subscribe and comment to Rethink Recovery Podcast so we can get more of our recovering alcoholics together. We could all use a community while we recover. Before we go, let's go over the takeaways from the episode. Give family members grace. They feel uncomfortable too and don't know how to treat you either now that you're the new sober you or that you're now an adult. Don't stay in conversations that make you uncomfortable or angry. Excuse yourself and move on. Do what you need to do to put your sobriety first. Either go to the event or don't. It's what feels right to you that day. Unless this is really going to leave someone in a financial bind because you made a prior commitment to them. For just festivities and parties though, it's your choice. Take along a small notepad and pen in your purse along with pre-written affirmations specifically for the event and who you will be around. Stay busy with fun, easy, light stuff. Remember your purse mocktails and cash. Drive yourself and bring a friend along with you. If you can't, then have someone to call when you need to chill out. Thank you so much, guys. That's all I got for today. Let me know what else you guys want more of so I can keep creating content that's helpful and needed. Have a great week. Bye.